to another episode of I Call Next, where a group of guys from the D.C. suburbs call next on all the biggest sports topics of the week. And it's been a few weeks since we've called next on these topics. How's everyone doing? Living the dream. We've got football on the brink ahead of us. Um, and this is when things start getting crazy. So if you enjoyed the nice little break that you had, um, which felt longer than it actually was, um, get ready for constant news updates, scoring highlights, and what takes most of our attention, fantasy football. Um, we're going to be spending the episode today doing a mock draft, talking about how we approach fantasy drafts, how we approach fantasy football, what we value, what we devalue. And um, we're going to merge all those strategies together as we do one mock draft where all four of us are going to pretend like we're the GMs of one team. And so we're going to try to build the best team that we can together. A lot of arguing going to happen in that front office, isn't there? <laughs> Definitely a lot of arguing. Um, but we have a former champion sitting in front of us, Pritesh. You won last year the KCI Fantasy Football League. I'm sure JK and Gogo have also had their fair share of trophies as Gogo goes in the back of his screen to pull up his most recent victorious accolade. You know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hold this while we draft, just, just for good luck. I'm going <laughs> I'm to hold it while we draft. Just and how recent was that? This was last year, 2020. Oh, shoot. So you got two people on the screen who just recently won. JK, you had a victory recently as well? Uh, it's been a couple seasons since my last victory. And then okay. I won the year before that in another well, league. I'm no, just saying. Let, let, me, let me be fair, though. Victory in a league that I've cared about. There you go. That's fair. Um, it has also been a few years, unfortunately, for me. But if you're listening in, you at least know that you are getting advice from those who have put their money where their mouth is and made it work before. And we'll try not to fail you this time. So give us a rundown of what we're doing, Gogo, with the setup right. of the draft. What kind of draft do we have? Where are we selecting and whatnot? All right. The normal draft, 12-team PPR, um, just one quarterback, one flex. We're only going to do two wide receivers and then four bench spots. I took the kickers out because forget the kickers. No one cares about that. I'm all about like getting rid of kickers from leagues at this point. But that's the plan. We're at the eighth. We're going to be drafting on the eighth position which i i believe six seven eight nine are going to be the hardest because the good running backs will be out by then in my humble opinion but already get started let's do it all right why is this person not wait let auto oops i made the all right that was gonna be annoying hold on we're gonna start over because i screwed it up i screwed it up guys please hold so Let's talk about general strategies as we reset. Um, Pete, as a recent champion, do you have a general approach or thought process as you go into draft? Do you value one position more than the next? Do you just take best available? How do you normally go about approaching these types of drafts? Yeah, so it's definitely a toss up because there are certain leagues, like the ones you say we mentioned that we won, where um, it's not a standard draft, right? We're doing an auction draft. So auction draft wise, <laughs> As last year, my two high, highest picks didn't really work out, right? Julio, Christian McCaffrey. So even with that being gone, um, I think still at the end of the day, the limited, limited roster spot is running backs, right? So if you're in that top, top half echelon of that up till about six or seven, as why we're drafting eight 
position. I think you got to go with running back because of the return. You may not, you may not have that chance. So I think you got to take, uh, at least for me, I try to go first one would hopefully be a running back or if it's late in the draft, you got to go with the best available player, probably maybe top, top tier receiver, or whatever it might be in that, you know, nine to 12 position, but on the wraparound, I think you had to come back and claim a running back or more than likely you'll be screwed in a deeper league. Um, my strategy is usually early on. It's pretty easy if you're top four picks. Just six through the later ends, it gets a little bit tougher. I think I take either best available top player or usually running back. Okay. So I guess true to what you just said, I think the CPU agrees with you. We've now simmed the first seven picks that are before us and literally six out of the first seven running back across the board. Dalvin Cook, McCaffrey, Derrick Henry, Saquon, Kamara and Chubb, literally in that order, the first six. Finally, a tight end goes, Travis Kelsey. Um, seems to be consistent with what Pete is saying. What do you think, JK? Oh, I, I am a firm believer in the two running back system. You know, there's only so many limited options at running backs, especially because the, you know, sharing the loads have become such a big thing that you can find wide receivers that will be productive. You can find tight ends that will be productive. But just getting that productive running back, the guy that that overall guy that just like holds the ball the whole time, like whole game, he's the consistent running back, game in and game out. You gotta you gotta stick with the running back system. Mm-hmm. I 100% concur with that. I'm if I can come out of two running backs out of the first two league or out of the first two rounds, I'm happy, or at least two out of the first three. If if not, I, I think this year people are going to take tight end early because they saw what Kittle and like um, Kelsey could do and the difference between those two and everybody else. But outside of those two players, I don't see the point of getting a receiver. Like Calvin Ridley I'm kind of nervous about both Kittle and Kelsey, right? Like Kittle is like coming off of, um, you know, like an injury plague season. Kelsey just got paid himself. So like it, it's... It, it it's one of those things you kind of got to worry about, like, are they going to fall off now that they got paid? You know, like, historically, we've seen that with some players in the league. So this is going to be a big season for both Kittle and Kelsey. All right, well, we're at eight, and we don't have to worry about Kelsey at the very least. Where do you guys think we should go with eight? I will put my money, I will put my opinion out there and say, I think you go Zeke here, in my opinion. I would I second he- your opinion. Yeah. Because we can just say who's on the board. Jonathan Taylor is still on the board. Tyreek Hill, Devonta Adams, Aaron Jones, Austin Eckler, Stefan Diggs. I mean, these are the only people that you may consider here. I, I think everybody else you don't consider. No, nah, I mean, for me, it's personally between Jonathan Taylor and Zeke. I would give it to Zeke in the sense that, you know, historically, Dallas has a decent line. Um, they're, you know, it's not like they lost anyone major on their line. Obviously, they're a little bit older. Zeke's yeah. a little bit older himself, but with Dak coming back, I think you know he's in for a very productive year. Yeah. Also, with Jonathan Taylor, you don't know who his quarterback's about to be. Like Carson Wentz is still hurt. Like I think pretty hurt. So, but I mean, it, I still think Jonathan Taylor is going to get a bulk of the carries. He's he's still that young running back that's trying to be hungry. Like after Zeke. 
is done with his career, right? Like you got all these young guys coming in. Someone's going to be that next big running back. And I think Jonathan Taylor proved last season that he can, he's capable of being that guy. So with Jonathan Taylor, you're taking a risk of like, okay, can he potentially carry on what he did last year? Or you go with Zeke, who is consistently an upper level running back. And personally, I would just go with the consistency of I don't like taking risks in the first round, so that's why I'm also there with that. So I agree with you 100%. I don't like taking risks in the first round. Because li- risk, mitigate as much risk as possible there. Uh, Pete, what were you going to say? I was like, you guys, you guys just don't want to ask me? Uh, of course I'm going with Z. Come on. <laughs> For sure, you know that he always feasts when Doc Prescott is back, right? They've got a great system. Um, even when they run the option um, with a mobile quarterback, it's, it's amazing because they got to – I mean – I think last year when we saw Dak was gone, we saw Zeke struggle because the defense was keying in on exactly what they're going to do, right? It's the run game. Uh, mm-hmm. But when he's healthy and when they're coming back at it, that's I think those are the best numbers we've seen from Zeke, almost averaging 100 yards per game. So him coming back off of that uh, full season, Dak coming back, there should be healthy. Uh, like you said, in this spot right here, I think you got to go with Zeke. Josh, what do you think? Yeah, I guess I agree. I think Jonathan Taylor, the concerns you guys brought up is valid. I almost feel like they could apply to Zeke as well, right? Like all the news that we've heard lately coming out of Dallas is the uncertainty about Dak Prescott's health. Some say it's no big deal. He will be ready. Some say it's bigger than Dallas is um, letting on. And so that unfortunately doesn't bode well for Elliott's potential this season, because as Pete just mentioned, he did kind of taper off when they didn't have a quarterback that was, um, you know, adequate. Aaron Jones would be the only other guy I would consider. He's obviously part of an explosive offense. He had a great season last year. This offseason, he got the crazy good um, contract um, due to that performance. I, I guess would still lean toward Elliott, but I'm a little bit nervous about the pick. But the six guys that went before us are all the guys that you should consider taking. And so since they're off the board, our hand is pretty much dealt. All right, we're going to take Zeke here. Back up right there. I should write is Aaron Jones is the only other workforce that I would probably consider too. So the only thing I would say, AJ Dillon has a lot of like, he's getting a lot of clout right now out of like training camp and preseason. So I don't know what that yeah, means. But they also them. just paid Aaron Jones. It's not like Aaron Jones is not in their plan. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I just there's just a lot. It's all about rumor mill, right? So that's what I'm. I'm just worried about not saying it's going to happen. All right, the so then. Go ahead. I went with one Dylan, J.K. Dylan. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair That's enough. Doing this. I so after we pick, Jonathan Taylor does get picked off the board. Then we got Tyreek and Devontae Adams. So two receivers back to back. And then Aaron Jones, who we were just talking about. Metcalf gets taken, the rookie in Pittsburgh, Najee Harris, Hopkins and Diggs. And we are back on the clock. So we've seen four receivers taken, two more running back. Oh, I'm sorry. Five receivers taken off the board and three more running backs since we picked. Are we going running back again while well, we still can? Because now we I need... Was, I was really hoping Najee Harris would just come back. That's what I was really hoping for. Uh, yeah. He's, I mean, even as a rookie in anybody's draft, he's not going to be like a hidden gem. Everyone's already yeah. aware of him. They know of him from Alabama. He's had a fairly good preseason. Um, so those of us who may have thought we could be sneaky and maybe get him later in the rounds, I, I doubt it. And if you do, then you're playing with people who are disconnected from the NFL. Yeah. 
I think I, I do a mock draft every month in, in the background. And Najee went from going in the fourth to like almost in the first now. And I wouldn't be surprised if someone takes him in the first. Um, all right. So where, what we got on the board left for us is Austin Eckler at running back. I'll just read some running backs off for you guys. Austin Eckler, Joe Mixon, Antonio, Antonio Gibson, J.K. Dobbins, Clyde Edward Hilaire, DeAndre Swift, those Josh Jacobs, I guess Miles, um, who is it? Miles Sanders as well. Wide receivers, we got Calvin Ridley, A.J. Brown, Justin Jefferson, Keenan Allen, Terry McLaurin, Allen Robinson, Mike Evans. And I'll just say for funds, George Kittle and Darren Waller are still, and Kyle Pitts are still there as tight ends. I want to say, I almost want to try to get George Kittle and see what happens, but I'll let you guys tell me, talk me off that ledge. If it's me, I'm going receiver. Um, I also like to load up on running backs as soon as I can. But at this rate, look how many running backs have been taken off the board. And I almost am going to take a best player available pro. Calvin Ridley is no joke. I've had him the last two years. And although I haven't won in the last two years, it's not because of him. The dude shows up. Now, this will be the first year he doesn't have Julio Jones across from him. So he'll probably get most of the attention. Um, there are other options to consider. But when I look at the running backs, nothing excites me enough. And I'm thinking, or I guess maybe I'm hoping, the CPU doesn't go after any more running backs since most of them are already taken. Um, so you're gambling, and you'll have to feel the room and who you're drafting with to get a sense of what kind of approach they take. Will they keep digging into the running backs? Um, but Joe Mixon, I always stay away from Cincinnati. J.K. Dobbins didn't do anything last year, despite a lot of hype coming into the season as a rookie. And Clyde Edwards-Alaire is injured at the moment. Yeah, I mean, this basically plays right into the scenario that uh, you asked me, right, Arash, where um, right here I go with that best available player just because I think even in the past we've gotten burned by certain players, right? So, like, like a Joe Mixon, like, uh, you know, there have been a couple times where he's been injury prone where it doesn't really work to my favor. I think there are at least a handful of running backs that could maybe come back to us. So, I think, yeah, I think i go receiver here. Or – on the stretch would be Kittle. I was kind of leaning towards you, Gogia, but I think best available player. I don't know. I think I think you got to steal that wide receiver. I, I, but I go with that whole thing of best available player. George Kittle is in a different tier than Calvin Ridley, in my opinion. Yeah. Like the drop off that we're going to see in tight end is going to be much bigger than a receiver. We got JK. What are you going to say? I'm staying away from George Kittle, number one, because I'm not putting my second round pick into a tight end period. That I'm not doing it. I tried that last year. I got burned by that last year with taking George Kittle. Not doing that again. But if what if Trey Lance is your quarterback this year? Tight ends quarter rookie rookie quarterbacks love their tight ends. Easiest receiver to get okay. to. Doesn't matter what happens if Trey Lance is ass. <laughs> I mean I mean that means they're gonna be throwing the ball off. I don't like I okay maybe maybe he does dump off to George Kittle and George Kittle gets a hundred catch. What happens if George Kittle tears his ACL in the first I mean, that's literally every player in the league could do that. That's not exactly, fair but that's why I'm going wide receiver. I have to go wide receiver. I'm going with Calvin Ridley. You go, you go with the touchdown machine that Calvin Ridley is. Um, I'm looking at the, I, ideally, I would want to go running back. I'm not in love with Joe Mixon or Austin Eckler. Antonio Gibson, I would, I want to take a bite on, but realistically, I'd wait for the third round for him. But the the pick for running back that I'm liking is Josh Jacob. I think I can get him to run. So personally, I go with George. 
Uh, not George Kittle. Uh, Calvin Ridley. Calvin Ridley. Even your, your heart says George Kittle. What's the Kittle? All right, well, I've been outvoted. Right, let's roll. Calvin Ridley is three. All right, fine, fine. I've been outvoted. I've been outvoted. All Next right. Austin, Austin Eckler goes. Patrick Mahomes. Some idiot will take Patrick Mahomes too early. Let them do it. You don't need a, you don't need a quarterback that early. So don't do it. Uh, all right. Um, so I want to read these off while I click through it. All right. So uh, after Ridley, we had Eckler and Patrick Mahomes, uh, followed by Joe Mixon. Then we kind of alternate back and forth. So we got, uh, we got Tony Brown. Uh, we got Gibson, Jefferson, Kittle. Then in the wraparound, we've got Dobbins going. We get another tight end picked up, uh, Darren Waller. We've got uh, Josh, Josh Allen, another quarterback taken. Um, we got Swift, Clyde Edwards Hilaire, got Robinson, Sanders, and now we're back on the clock. So it seems like in our strategy, what, one, two, three, four, five, six running backs got taken. Yeah, running backs are always going to go. I feel like you'll never see a round without a running back in it. And as um, I say we have to go with Josh. Fell to us. He's the best player available. And I, personally, I think like he's a guy that like who else is the running back in with uh, the Raiders? I'm sure they picked up somebody else. Uh, uh, Kenny and Drake. Kenny and Drake. Okay. Like, not seating Josh Jake. You'll. <clears throat> So like it's not even like a one-two punch. It's like a one, and then like okay, when he's on a break, like then you got a two. Punch. I mean, we're just a year removed from Kenyon Drake being a top ten running back. We're a year removed. That is how fast it happens, though. Like players drop off, whether it's to their own fault or not. Like the league will move on without you. And it seems like Kenyon Drake is now on the slump of his career. And if I'm not mistaken, Josh Jacobs is playing for a contract. He has not gotten off of his rookie deal. So that boy hungry. I'm going, Josh. What are you? Yeah, Josh Jacobs isn't bad. I'm actually surprised to see J.K. Dobbins go before DeAndre Swift, Clyde Edwards-Lair, and Miles Sanders. Um, In general, I think people are sleeping on the Eagles, but Miles Sanders gets touches. Um, There's not really a number two there with him. Um, So I I wouldn't take J.K. Dobbins before any of those three, and somehow um, the CPU did. I stay away from quarterbacks and tight ends in these first three rounds. Shout out to Washington for having a guy that the CPU would take in a second round. I think it's been several years before anybody decently good enough could even be considered as a second round pick in fantasy football. Um, But yeah, I'm definitely trying to go running back here. I think Josh Jacobs is not a bad pick. Travis Etienne is an interesting consideration, but honestly, I would just stay clear of Jacksonville. Kareem Hunt. Um, so you're taking the number two running back in Cleveland. But then again, if you look at how both of them did, Chubb and Hunt, they both get action. Um, they both eat in Cleveland. And so you, it's, not a, it's not a risky pick um, if you're afraid that, oh, you're getting the backup in Cleveland as your number two starting running back. Um, I wouldn't look at him that way. I would definitely consider Kareem Hunt, if not Josh Jacobs. That's who I was going to bring up. What about Kareem Hunt? He had a solid year, year last year, and he eats into he eats into uh, Nick Chubb every every game. You're just like, why is he getting the ball so much? So he gets action. He gets more he gets passing, lot, yeah. more in the passing plays than Chubb does, and even running, like he gets plenty of action. Agreed. I guess I I do go with what JK saying. Go with the workhorse that is more so the clear cut one. 
uh, especially in this position. You you might be able to get Cream Hunt on the flip. To be honest with you, it's only what eight picks away, and there's still receivers that are need to be drafted. Like you can look at Team Five; they're getting a well. They're not going to pick in front of us. One running back's probably going to go here. Uh, maybe maybe not. But um, what do you think, Pete? Before you lock this pick up. Yeah, I think I'm good with the Josh Jacobs pick. If we were to go another route, um, obviously we'd want to see Kareem Hunt for them in the return. But I think uh, another guy that obviously helped me get pretty far last year was in the you know in the pickup was Miles Gaskin. Um, so his numbers don't look super standout-ish, but he also missed a lot of games and he he was a workhorse. So I, I'd go with Josh Jacobs. Clearly the best option there. But in the return, I would I would have looked at a couple guys like that too, see if they fall to us. All right, so with that, we took Josh Jacobs in the third round, eighth pick. Then we go, we get Mike Evans goes to team nine, Keenan Allen, Julio Jones, David Montgomery, Terry McLaurin, uh, Chris Carson, Lamar Jackson, and Chris Godwin. So on the flip, we still have Daryl Henderson for the Rams, Travis Etienne of Jacksonville, and Kareem Hunt and Gaskin still there. I want to just see what the wide receivers looking like. Amari Cooper's there, C.D. Lamb is there. Cooper Cup, DJ Moore, Robert Woods, Adam Thielen, Jamar Chase, Tyrell Lockett. I keep going. Kelly, Kenny Galladay, and then tight ends. We have Kyle Pitts and Mark Andrews. What are you guys thinking now? This is like where things get a little bit. It's not as straightforward anymore. I mean, not yet. Maybe in the next round. I think it's straightforward right now. But where you, where are you guys leaning towards? Me again, taking best player available. Um... Between the two position groups, running back, receiver, I'm, I'm oblivious to what's going on at quarterback. I'm oblivious to tight end. I don't care about those. I'm trying to load up as much as I can on who's the best available at these two position groups. Shout out to Washington. Again, having another Washington player selected in the first four rounds. I'm telling you, it, it doesn't happen or it hasn't happened in a long time since like the Clinton Portis days, which was a, literally a, a lifetime ago. Um, Kareem Hunt, right? We were talking about him earlier. Um, Gogo was right. He's, he's still available on the swing back. Um, if I was lucky enough to go with Jacobs and I'm in this position, I'm grabbing hunt. I totally agree with you personally. I can't, I can't choose between Amari Cooper and CD lamb. I personally think that, you know, one of like one of them's taking catches away from the other and historically right. Amari Cooper is the, the big guy, but at the same time, there's a lot of young talent that's still on the board that someone has to step up. I go with Kareem Hunt because he's a guy that does get a lot of catches. He can maybe play your flex position because this is a PPR league. You're getting catching yards. You're getting receiving yards. Um, I go with Kareem Hunt. What are you thinking, Pete? Receivers come and go, right? There's a lot of receivers there, but running backs are the hard to come by and i think if we're even this lucky to start getting some backups i uh, i'm gonna go running back because that's the toughest position to fill when you hit injuries and when you go in a deep league with 12 it, i mean we're in a great position to pull one here i definitely pull it uh running back to the commodity over a wide receiver we can fill those slots later on damn i agree uh are we going cream hunt then i'm gonna pick them i'm picking cream hunt all right pick can't go back now because I don't know how to on Sleeper. Uh, let's go through. So Derek Henderson goes right after Amari Cooper. Then Kyle Pitts, rookie tight end, which is surprising, in my opinion, goes, four, goes in the fourth. Tyler Murray, Robert Woods, 
CD Lamb, Adam Thielen. Now we're in the fifth. Cooper Cup starts off the fifth round, then Tyler Lockett. Then you're getting this run of wide receiver. DJ Moore, Travis Etienne, Russell Wilson. And as we're approaching our pick, we have Mark Andrews then off the board and um, Brandon Ayuk. Oh, who took Brandon Ayuk? The team before us who took Travis Kelsey first overall uh, in their first pick. Yeah, so. that's, that's a whiff. Um, so Henderson gets picked right after us, right? Obviously, that's in wake of Cam Akers being out for yeah. season. If yep. Cam Akers was playing this year, he would have been in that first two rounds. Um, he was poised to have a great season this year. Obviously, LA Rams having Matthew Stafford come into town. Um, that just makes that offense much more bigger of a weapon than it always is with Sean McVay. But losing Cam Akers is huge, and it shows you because you go from their starting running back being most likely a first or second round pick to a fourth round pick in their um, backup guy Henderson. Um, so now, what is your guys' approach? Right, I'd like to ask each of you. Um, we're no longer in the first few rounds. We haven't picked a quarterback. We haven't picked a tight end. Um, when do you start considering these options? Because now for each, oh, each of those categories, the top three or four guys are already taken. Is this the point where you start considering it? Are you still hanging out and waiting longer? What do you guys think? I, at the very least, have to get another starting wide receiver before I even start considering tight end. All your top guys at tight end are gone. Mm-hmm. Right Now, everyone you have going forward, they're all going to be around the same range. No one's going to be that much better than anyone else. And my sleeper pick for tight end is actually going to be Logan Thomas. Because Logan I'm a Thomas sleeper. Very... He, was a t- he was top 10. He can't be a sleeper in the top. He no, went in no. the top 10. I'm with JK. He is a sleeper. No one's taking no. Logan Thomas anytime soon. If you're a Washington player, you're always a sleeper. Yeah. You can't or be you a sleeper. Be if Logan but... Thomas will get his catches. This offense is built around getting the tight end, and he's the number one tight end on our team. So I personally think uh, Logan Thomas is a guy that I can sit and wait at least to three rounds to get him so i have a guy in mind i can wait on him i have to go with the starting wide receiver i like kenny college hmm. the new weapon for the new york giants um i don't hate the pick what do you think pete i'm thinking so i like obviously jk i like obviously what you said and i think that's the case with uh quarterbacks are gone right like the, there's a couple of guys the top guys if they were to fall maybe you consider like the very top guy but they're already gone so it doesn't matter now you're in the middle back of the field same with tight ends i think we've got time to wait and we're not going to fill the other positions um you know what uh, let's go with jamar chase here's what i'd go with dude jamar chase has been getting dropped left and right in preseason yeah he did have a rough game against Washington in preseason week number two. Um, he, had he had a rough passes. game week one as well. Did he? Okay. Well, I definitely And on top him. of that, you got to remember, he hasn't played football in a year. He sat out 2020. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's all about, like, his whole draft stock was a lot of hype. It's a lot of height, a lot of speed. You know, he hasn't lost all that, but he has not gotten hit in a game in a long, long time. Mm-hmm. And it kind of shows in preseason he has dropped in game one. He has a lot of drops in game two. So I cannot trust a rookie wide receiver to be my 
starting wide receiver, especially when like I'm already in the fifth round. Yeah, I don't know. I hear what you're saying, but I I, I got to roll the dice here or there once in a while. It's, no matter what my strategy is, people get hurt all the time. And I get what you're saying. And either you can take off or you can continue that way. But if I want to pull a, I want to pull a trigger here. I think I'm going to go with Jamar Chase and see how it goes. And it I could just, pay off, right? Because look at um, who was the Minnesota court, uh, wide receiver last year? Justin Jefferson. Jefferson. Justin yeah. Jefferson. Not a lot of people picked him, I can guarantee you, in the first few rounds. But if they eventually picked him up, like, they may have won their championship. Um, so I, I get what Pete is saying. Like, if you got to take a risk sometimes on these undervalued rookies, because they could pay off big. I was going to say, why, why aren't we talking about Deontay Johnson? He's going to be the guy in Pittsburgh. It's not going to be chase claypool it's not going to be juju we saw both of them drop off the only guy that had not what seven touchdowns last year was deontay johnson there's and, too many hands to feed in pittsburgh that's but, why and in that he had that almost 1200 yards and seven touchdowns so like i think he's gonna be the guy there and and with kenny galladay i don't believe in daniel jones i don't feel like that's gonna that's that's I don't believe to, daniel jones either but i believe in kenny galladay actually being a reliable wide receiver did he finish the season last year? I don't feel like he finished the season last year, or was it the season before? That's my issue with him. He's been he's hurt all the time. You wanted him on this team. <laughs> I did, I did, but not for the price he got paid for. So I'm okay. I'm okay because he didn't get we didn't pay him that much. In fairness, um, the reason I would have hesitation going after Galladay is the same hesitation I have going after Deontay Johnson, their quarterback. Um, Big Ben, who I had last year on my roster, I actually dropped Josh Allen week one and went after Big Ben and regretted it ever since. Um, can you trust Big Ben after the season he had? The team went 11-0, and but he wasn't playing well. I can promise you that. Despite going 11-0, it was not because of Big Ben. And then, obviously, they completely um, just shit the bed and eventually got knocked down in the playoffs by Cleveland. Um, but you're going to have to have faith in Big Ben, if you're going to take John, uh, Johnson right now, or even the other two that you mentioned, eventually. I have faith in him as a quarterback, but not a fantasy quarterback, if that makes sense. I yeah. think you, you can get can, enough out of one player. Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, you, can, you can definitely win games in the NFL without scoring fantasy points. Yeah. All right, so you're the, you're the tiebreaker here, Arash. You got three options. You got to pick one. Between Kenny Galladay, Jamar Chase, and Deontay Johnson, unless you want to throw a wrench in everything. But I, I suggest. Yeah. I do want to throw a wrench, and I'm actually surprised no one mentioned it. Um, why are we sleeping on Odell? Because he hasn't done anything in three years. <laughs> he hasn't done anything in three years. If, does that exactly not mean he's poised? I'm going huh? to be honest. You can be going off of anything. You can be going off of their performance last year. You can go off their Madden rating this year. But Cleveland has a great roster, offense and defense. They've um, had a great roster for the past three years. No, but uh, this is this is the best one. Like they've been improving. Um, they haven't stayed the had same. The best roster that they could possibly have for three years continuously, because three years ago they had the best roster that they've ever had. Then two years ago they had the best roster they've ever had, and last this year is like, dude, like so rush. I just don't believe at all in Cleveland. I don't, I don't think, but, I don't think yeah. it's the Cleveland thing. I, I agree with you that they're getting better. I think it's, it's the OBJ, all right? Yeah. The year that he got picked up, he helped everybody win. Pretty much, if you picked him up, he killed it. Since then, he's been a fall-off. He's been injury-prone, and I think it, 
in the early picks that I, I've even taken him a couple seasons ago, it ended up screwing me because I couldn't play him or he got hurt or he just didn't put up the numbers. I think there are a lot of inconsistent games where he just wasn't getting it. And, you know, that could be due to obviously where he was and whatnot. But I think that um, I just want to stay away from that. That's something that's been hovering around for the last couple couple seasons. So I'll he wait. Off. He could go off, but I think, if I'm going to take, uh, you know, if I'm going to roll the dice here, I'm going to try to do it with Jamar Chase this time over OBJ. I will take Jarvis Landry over OBJ. I'll wait for him and pay less over here. Okay, since you weren't going to the tiebreaker, I, I will concede the point to Kenny Galladay, in my opinion. I will, I will concede it to Kenny Galladay. Shit. <laughs> uh, proven, he's proven compared to everyone else. He's proven. But you're you're trusting Daniel Jones. To be the guy, I, I it's much easier for me to rationalize trusting you, um, Baker Mayfield than Daniel. Yeah, Jones. but I don't trust OBJ. I don't trust the guy mm-hmm. catching the ball to be even out there. All you right, forget, so you forget the athlete and the talent that he is. Yeah, uh, we also got to realize with Saquon being back, they have to stack the box. Yeah, like, that, that which will help, right, Daniel Jones. Um, I don't know if my if my knowledge is outdated, but I think I remember hearing recently that maybe Barkley won't be back the first few weeks is a week three or week four that he's projected to return, but obviously it's a 17 week season. So it's still worth the investment. Um, it's but either, yeah, it's, I think one of two things, either, either the Giants are going to be so bad that you're playing from behind. So you're throwing the ball constantly and you're getting shit in garbage time or they're not. And they're in games and they're still throwing the ball and they can't put pressure on and Daniel Jones. So. In a few weeks, when we when we discuss the week one uh, commencement of the NFL season, we'll talk our um, projected busts and surprises. And spoiler alert, I think Giants are going to be one of my surprises. But okay, right. let's continue right, with we'll the draft. All right, Kenny Galladay is going to go here. And then from there, sorry, I always clicked the wrong thing here. Uh, Gaskins goes next. Gaskins stayed out till the fifth round, um, which is wild to me. Um, and then Deontay Johnson, Justin Herbert. And then to close out the fifth round, Aaron Rodgers goes, which is You're wild. reigning MVP this late. It's why I think that's disrespect. That's gonna that's someone that's gonna gonna win somebody a league if you can get him that late ahead of everyone else. Um, okay, then going into uh, sixth round, Jamar Chase goes, um, Hawkinson, Michael Thomas, who isn't we don't know when he's gonna start. Then OBJ, and now we're back on the clock. And now, where, what are you guys thinking? I'm thinking I screwed my draft because I should have grabbed Odell, and now he's gone. I, I want to be in a league with you if you're taking Odell at any point in the, in, the, in, the, in the draft. All right, so we're in the sixth round, boys. Are you considering quarterback? Are you considering tight end? Um, they're flying off the board. I think you start to you start to look at and see where you're at, right? So we do see that there's still a decent handful of quarterbacks, but we do have some guys that uh, Tom Brady, obviously, we know he goes off. Trevor Lawrence is the rookie coming in. There, I'm surprised um, some people may not try to steal him, see if he's that he's supposed to be that guy, right? I personally like Dak Prescott coming back because he's a scoring machine, but is he going to come back the same way? I think. Um, then I we personally have- like Matthew Stafford. There you go. We got Stafford. But I think I could wait. Yeah. You got plenty of teams that have taken quarterbacks now, right? Yeah. In front yeah. of us, we have three teams that have not. And we have four, uh, three quarterbacks that are ranked higher than Matthew Stafford. 
if we look at tight end, I believe I saw was a Nova Fant, which I, I remember picking him up. I really liked him. I think if, I, if my memory is correct, he did get hurt a little bit, but if not, he was pretty good. Um, what else we got here, though? Um, we still had Logan Thomas, so we got one, two, three, five guys before him. But I feel like Logan Thomas might get stolen before we get back to us as well. I, I'm I personally am go more ahead. in the let's go running back here or wide receiver, whatever is what whoever is higher ranked, because we can definitely wait another round on tight end and or quarterback, yeah, or quarterback. Like there's still plenty of options there. Yeah. We talked but, about this during our draft episode, like the NFL draft episode. Javante Williams in Denver, he's been like stealing the show. And I mean, there's going to be a rookie running back that goes off and is going to win somebody a league. And I kind of think that he could be it. I really think he could be it. I, Melvin Gordon didn't do shit. He's almost, he is trash. He is not worth it. I don't think maybe you're going to, maybe you're going to have to sit and hold Javante Williams for like two, three weeks. That's fine. And then he can take the job. And that's what you're hoping for in, in, a, in, a, in a running back, right? Someone's going to take the job. But, you know, I, uh, yeah. It's either that or then Mike Davis is the only guy in Atlanta. You got Chase Edmonds. He's supposed to be the RB1 for Arizona, right? But he's, what, splitting time with James Conner? Yeah, but neither person on that team makes me excited for their run game at all. Uh, Kyler Murray, Murray's going to be running the ball a lot is what that tells me. And then you can look yeah. at um, receivers. Uh, T. Higgins is there. Devontae Smith, Juju, Chase Claypool, DJ Shark, uh, Jerry Judy is there. Portland Sutton was good until he got hurt. Um, Jalen Waddle, Debo Samuel, Robbie Anderson. But these are guys that you can get in two rounds if you wanted to. I think I like the running back route to see if we can scoop somebody um, because we have plenty of receivers. And I think in the next coming rounds, we'll have to – see how the QBs and tight ends fall to see how we determine that. But I think running back, you can never have enough running backs. And I think exactly. luxury, we should probably hit, hit the running backs. Yeah, I, I totally agree with the running back position. I also like Javante Williams, but I'm also looking at Raheem Morstert. Like, so I know Trey Sermon, they also drafted him from Ohio State. And it's like the thing where I think Trey Sermon might take his job. Raheem Morstert's hurt all the time. Like, yeah. he's always hurt. It's a revolving door on the 49ers. Like, who's playing that week? I, yo, I, I took a snap last week, not last year. I took one snap at running back last year. That's how, that's how thin it got. <laughs> yeah, I mean, in that case, I'm just going to go with Javante Williams, in my opinion. Like, that's going to be my vote. Like, we have three solid guys above him. And if it doesn't work out, you can always, you know, wave a wire. Yeah. You get to a point where you're not that pot committed, draft commit, capital committed anymore. Um, Rosh, what are you thinking? I respectfully cannot agree. Um, let me ask this very simple, straightforward question. Do any of us have any doubt that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers will at least be in the AFC championship or NFC championship game, if not the Super Bowl again? Sure. So then how, how are we not considering their running backs if we think that's a likely possibility? Like if, as amazing as Tom Brady is, he uses the running backs to help his team succeed. Both of them are still on the board right now. Maybe the question that we haven't picked them is because we don't know which one, but we should be considering them at this point. We're in the sixth round. I, I'm making sure of something really quick before I make a, the wrong statement, but 
Uh, hold on. They have three running backs now because they also signed Giovanni Bernard, who is going to be their third down receiving back now. Now, where do you – it's cutting into an already thin snap count, like, in my opinion. There's no upside on the two. It's, it's a safer floor. I give you that. It's a safer floor, but no upside. So I, 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 in my opinion, I'm not looking for a starter anymore. I'm looking for a guy that maybe halfway through the season is the guy that somehow is now running back five, like, like the fifth best running back in the league. I, I don't think either of those two, two have that upside. They're not an RB1. I personally just don't like Leonard Fournette. I think he's inconsistent. I think he's been hurt a lot. I do. I mean, I see what you're saying. I do like Ronald Jones. I think he had a phenomenal year. Uh, I believe he got hurt too, though, right? But otherwise, he, he did pretty well. Mm, I'm know. grabbing. I'm grabbing one of them. I'm going to be honest. I could be convinced by you to take Ronald Jones. I think I would, I'd be more inclined to want to take over Leonard Fournette. I would absolutely grab. Either Fournette or Ronald Jones, you're rolling but the you dice. Can, you can get them on the turn. Honestly, you're probably going to be able to get them on the turn. I honestly think so. Look at how the running backs have gone. One, like, and who's still on the board. You can get either one of those on the turn. We should look at wide receiver then because you can get either of those guys. I would take Devontae Smith then. If, if you're hell-bent on getting one of the Tampa Bay guys, I'd give it Devontae Smith just purely off of how much Philly's going to throw the ball because they're going to be down all the time. I don't see Philly winning a lot of games. I just don't. So, that, I mean, it's not going to be pretty. It's not going to be pretty. It's going to be ugly as shit. We also have Devontae Smith. We're assuming that he's going to transition well and his 180-pound body is not going to get lit up. and just we're, we're just essentially praying. If we go with Devontae Smith, we're yeah. praying that he is the next Deshaun Jackson. Yeah, I, Wait, I don't know. Hey, fine. He Higgins, another team that's going to suck and they're going to throw the ball a lot. And if we're saying Jamar Chase ain't the guy right now, he Higgins has to be the guy then. It's just bad. Like, I, I really believe that bad teams, you want receivers from bad teams because garbage time. I personally time. like Jerry Judy. Okay, yeah. I'm fine I with that, too. Jerry Judy is going to have a – like, look, let's all admit it. Jerry Judy didn't really show out last year, right? Sure. But he had sparks where he was able to present, like, yo, I have the skill. So this is his sophomore season. Um. They got someone new at quarterback now, right? Good luck. No, they have um, what's his name? Uh, Bridgewater. Or it, yeah, they have Bridgewater and Drew Luck. It's one of those guys. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, Jerry I Judy is a the make two. or break season for Jerry Judy and their quarterback situation. I I'm okay with any of these receivers you've mentioned at this point. Arash. We're going receiver. Is that what we've agreed upon? Yeah, because if you want Ronald Jones, you get him on the turn. There's no reason reaching for him right now. Not as confident, but okay. Going with that thought process, um, well, you guys were high on Deontay Johnson earlier. We're not considering Juju right here or Chase Claypool? No, I was high on Deontay Johnson. I'm not high on Juju. <laughs> well, if you're high on that one, that means you're high on the fact that Big Ben is going to be able to perform this season. So you might as well grab one of his other to throw one To throw one guy. I, to throw to, like I'm higher on Javar... Javaris, uh, sorry, Javaris, uh, Javar, whatever, Landry, whatever his name is. I'm blanking on it. Then OBJ. Yeah. Jarvis. God damn, I can't think. Um, Based on what I'm seeing, I'm going with one of the Steelers receivers. I'm, I'm happy to go with another route you guys think more strongly with. Um, but if it's me, I, I the Pittsburgh receiver is probably the best option I can see. I don't trust Jalen Hurts in Philly. I don't know anything about Devontae Smith yet. 
Um, Burrow had a good enough season, but again, I don't, I'm, I don't, I can't rely on him just yet. Um, I don't know who the quarterback is in Denver. It looks like it's going to be locked, but could they switch it up and go with Teddy Bridgewater? The only thing that's for sure is Pittsburgh's rolling the dice one more season with Big Ben. Um, I don't trust Big Ben enough, but this is what if this is what I'm working with. I'm going with one of his weapons. If that's the case, I'd rather go Chase Claypool than Juju. I agree. I agree with that too. Chase Claypool looked like a monster his rookie season. Yeah. What's his injury or what he's he's still questionable about? I don't actually know. I don't know what his injury is. Don't look it up. But I, I think we're going Chase Claypool at this point. Unless someone tells me it's a season ending injury and he's questionable. Does anybody know? No, but he did look like an absolute monster last year out of Notre Dame. And like he was blowing up when they were going eleven and zero until they ran into Washington and then he got shut down. Then we look up his injury. That'll be fine. Lock it in. It'll All be right, fine. Cool. All right, we'll be fine. All right, Chase Claypool, we take him. And then let's get a few more picks going here. Um, someone want to read these for yeah, me? He while says I... that he has a minor injury. That's it. Lower yeah. body injury. All right, yeah, they don't, have to dis- they don't have to put a lot out. All right, here we go. So then we got Cortland Sutton went right after us. Devontae Smith, uh, T. Higgins, Robinson, Williams is gone now. Mike Davis, Dak is now also gone. Uh, Jerry Judy starts off the seventh round. Tom Brady is gone. Juju is gone. And we're about to come up on our pick. Noah Font is gone. DJ Shark is gone. Chase, Ed- uh, Chase Edmonds. And then uh, Trevor Lawrence goes right before us in the seventh round. So. If you want either of the running backs from Tampa, you have your pick of them, as I had predicted, because nobody wants that garbage. Do you mind looking at quarterback? Sure. Stafford is the next QB. That's my pick. Not a bad pick at all. But you still have Baker Mayfield as well as an option. You, You only have, I will say, just looking at it, the next team might go quarterback, but the other three aren't going to go quarterback. But they have two picks, so they're probably going to quarterback in the next two picks. Right. So you'll have one of them, too. That's actually a great way, right? You're looking at the board. You're looking at what the teams that are picking after you have already selected. That's not a bad way to assess whether you should take quarterback right now or not. If you like one of those two or on any other one that's available more than any of the others, you should definitely go quarterback right now. Maybe if Stafford's a clear number one choice for you based on what's available, then you shouldn't risk it because the next team has two chances to pick before you. But if you're fine going with either one of those two or any other quarterback listed, then it's worth rolling the dice and grabbing something else. I don't go quarterback this early, but if y'all want to go quarterback this early, you can go quarterback this early. You can stream quarterback, in my opinion, in a one QB league. You can change your quarterback every week if you want. It's an easy enough strategy. If it's but. me, I'm locking in Ryan Fitzpatrick right now, and I would have <laughs> done it six rounds ago. <laughs> all credibility gone um all right do you guys want to go stafford it's up to y'all i i won't be pushing on quarterback i'll let pete make a decision <laughs> hit the running back again real quick yes 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 we got a running back it's working there you go raheem mostert melvin gordon you're probably you're gonna lose one running back to team eight who hasn't gone running back at all yet or yeah. um, team 10 sorry that's wild, but this is a stacked receiving core. Um, but I'm pretty sure you're probably good for running back otherwise. 
what we're not good on is tight end. And we're like discounting the importance of this position, right? Like you do have to start a tight end every week of all 17 weeks of the season. Um, I think I and many others discount this position and focus on all the other positions when in reality, you can only start maximum two to three running backs, two to three receivers, but you always have to have at least one starting tight end every week of the season. And so those are points left on the board when you wait till the end of the draft to just pick up some random guy because he's not going to give you the points that you could be collecting every week instead of your fourth running back scoring 15 points on the bench when you can never start him. Yeah, but I think we still got a little bit of time, right? I think if, if we were targeting, like, I do like Logan Thomas as a pick, right? And he's still there. And we still got a handful of people above him. Yeah. Um, like, look at the next four teams, right? Have Only one of them has picked a tight end? Yeah. Well, yeah. So then each of those three teams of the next four have two chances to pick a tight end. Um, so out of six picks, I don't know, maybe two tight ends get taken. I think we'll be okay. But even if still we gives me the guy that I want. Or even if it doesn't, I'm okay with Gronk. I'm okay with Tanyan at that point. If that's what you, if you lose out on those. If, if you want quarterback, I think you have to go Stafford here. Stafford will, be, will not come back on the turn. Stafford and Tannehill are not coming back. Then that's you're stuck with Joe Burrow. All right, let's lock it in. Let's go with the quarterback, and let's see what, how the rest of the dominoes fall. All right, so with that, we take Matthew Stafford in the this has seventh round. This has to be running yeah, back. Yeah, it had to be running back. Yep. And then another running back here, Waddle, Debo Samuel, um, Gillespie, whatever. Net. Fournette, Ryan Anderson. Right. And then we're back. We let's get a rush his boy Ronald Jones. I would lock him in. Um, only one tight end taken in the last eight picks, so that's good fortune for us. But now we're going to be in a long stretch before our pick comes back to us. Fourteen picks before we get to pick again. I believe five of the next upcoming teams or five have already picked a tight end, right? So yeah, that uh, yeah definitely doesn't and doesn't make it easy. I say just if you have your heart set on a uh, tight end right now, you need to you need to get him. I think you need to, and then you're good with that position. You don't have to think about the position the rest of the draft. Well, I think what Pete just said was a good point, right? Like the teams that are picking after us upcoming have tight ends, so maybe that tends to lean to us waiting. I think I would go with the running back, and I'll just I'm going to push my luck for the tight end because five of them are already taking the tight end. Mm-hmm. Yep. We lock, I would like to lock in Ronald Jones here since we've been able to go two rounds extra than what we wanted, and I think we're pushing our luck now. I would we agree. We already have three running backs, though. We already got – okay, that's fine. Everyone agrees. I won't, I won't make a fuss. There's such thing as enough running backs, man. They go down. You never have yeah, enough but, running backs. Yeah, but, that's, uh, but you need a good you one. You got to realize Kareem Hunt is a load-share guy. Ronald Jones is a load-share guy. So I would have. That's why I would have taken Michael Carter or Trey Sermon. I want to. I want upside now. That's what I would have done. I would take. I would have taken one of those guys. Is there a um, reason you have Damian Harris starred? Uh, this is from last, like two years ago. Yeah. When I use sleeper, star him and never star him again because I don't use sleep. I don't use, sleep. I don't use sleeper anymore. I everything's on Yahoo at this point. All right, Brandon Cooks also goes. Who's his running back? We don't know. Antonio Brown. Then we got uh, Tyler Boyd. Michael Carter, that was one of the picks I would have taken. Kenyon Drake, 
And to round out the eighth round, we Trey Sermon. Damn. Um, all right. Then J- James Conner goes to start off the ninth. Damian Harris. Oh, my star. Uh, uh, Dallas Godert goes next. Gronk. Damn, two tight ends taken. Three tight ends taken. Tanyan. And then one pick before us, Will Whoa. Fuller. You get super, super lucky. And we Grab take Logan Thompson. Boy. You do get a lot He'll be waiting there for us. You, that's the risk I didn't want to take. Because that, that could have easily gone poorly, and we'd be going with, like, Evan Ingram here. Sometimes you got to roll the dice, man. I'm not about that. I'm not about that at all. All right, so the next few picks, let's talk about those real quick. Jalen Hurts goes, Joe Burrow, Zach Moss, uh, Irv Smith from Minnesota to round out the ninth round. Going into the tenth round, win the double digits now. Um, David Johnson, I didn't know he was in the league still. Not, um, Hollywood Brown, AJ Dillon, and Corey Davis. Now we're here, and now we're just getting depth. I think now you have to go upside, right? Everything now is upside, right? You're only looking at it from that standpoint. Yep. So where, where, what are some of your guys' upside guys here? I'm looking for guys that are not starters, but that have the possibility of becoming a starter based on one or two injuries. Um, When I get me into these later rounds, obviously there are still starters, like actual de facto starters in the league, but that's not what I'm looking for anymore because if Mm -hmm. they made it this far, they're obviously a starter that doesn't get that much action. Um, So I'm looking for a player that I know is credible and is valuable, but for his position on the depth chart. But I know that if he gets knocked into the starting position, he's going to blow up. Um, so I was going to say a hybrid of kind of what you're saying. Uh, so one of the guys there, obviously, is Michael Gallup, right? Um, he usually feasts a lot because uh, they key Amari Cooper and C.D. Lamb. So he is one of those guys with potential, a lot of upside, where um, if you got your safeties, your corners, king, those two other guys, he usually gets a lot of uh, he gets a lot of touchdowns. We saw that in previous years, but with the three-headed monster there, I mean that that's one I do like. That's a lot of upside. I don't hate that. I don't hate that at all. My, I was gonna say, do you go Tony Pollard just in case there's a Zeke injury? Um, that that was my only one point. And see what you guys think about that. I personally am going to stay away from running back right now because we're kind of loaded at running back, right? We got four mm-hmm. guys for running back. Yep. Fair enough. Rush. You're not going to say anything about your boy, Devin Singletary? <laughs> no. Screw Devin Singletary. Screw Zach Moss. I had both of them last year, the entire year. And not only did neither of them do anything, they both were healthy the whole time. So, like, they both constantly just – performed average and the other one could never blow up um that's a, which that's is the hard part about fantasy because you were you were so big on singletary and you, i remember you telling me specifically like this is such a steal and nothing happened absolutely nothing yeah and it's surprising because the bills had such a great year and like Allen had such a great year their receivers had good years but their quarterback play was just barely below average yep i would also just bring up henry Ruggs. He could be the he could have a good season going into his second season with with the Raiders. I mean, he's supposed to be fast. That's what they like. I mean, it's what you think of Derek Carr in that offense this year. Yes, right. But he's short, if I'm not mistaken, right? He's not that tall. So is Tyreek Hill's not tall. That's what yep. they were modeling him after. 
Tyreek Hill. <laughs> I mean, but that's the that's the model, right? That's the model that they're going after. I kind of really, really like Elijah Moore. From everything that I've been hearing, he's a dog. Yeah, but how? I mean, that's. I mean, yeah. I mean, I guess you want to be on a bad team. If you're looking for a guy with upside, I'm thinking Elijah. All right. To there's there's three guys that I'm really considering here, and it's more so like, it's just guys that like need like eventually we need to find the next big thing, right? Yep. For me, if you scroll up, it mm-hmm. is Michael Pittman, Henry Ruggs, and Elijah Moore. Two of them are going to be busts. One of them is going to be a stud. So my issue, a- I like Michael Pitts if Wentz was playing. Wentz is, I don't know when he's playing. I don't know who that, I yeah, think that's you don't, need him to be, you don't need him to be a starter right away. Fair. I just don't think there's, the upside is gone with Wentz not being there. I, that's what I would say. Um, and, but, and I tend to agree with you, and that's why I was saying Elijah Moore. Yeah, I have no but idea what Zach also Wilson Elijah is. Moore is dealing with a rookie quarterback. Yeah. So that could be a terrible. That's why I'm with Henry Ruggs. It's Henry Ruggs or Michael Gallup to me as well. It's between the two to me. Different types of upside. I agree with what, everything Pete said. Just two different types of upside, in my opinion. So, Arash, you, you, you make the call on this one. I have to pick between those two scrubs. Okay, who are you thinking? Enlighten us. I don't mind what JK's saying. I think Moore has some upside. Um, one guy that we haven't really touched on in enough detail is Bateman, right? Another rookie who had a lot of, um, I don't know, a lot of like uh, hype coming into the draft. Um, he goes to a team that does like to sling the ball. Um, he's he's in the same. He's in the same problem that Hollywood Brown did. Like it's just that's the problem with Lamar. Like it just it doesn't equate to his receivers getting a lot, in my opinion. I that's that's my worry. Yeah, that's totally fair. Um, looking at these guys and knowing who their quarterbacks are, I may go Mike Williams. I obviously Herbert had a hell of a season. He probably should have won Rookie of the Year. Thankfully, um, Chase Young did instead. But I don't know what Carson Wentz's situation is in Indianapolis. We don't know what Dak Prescott's situation is in Dallas. Washington's quarterback situation is never something you want to think about. Um, out of all of those, Herbert is the best option. And so I would go with Mike Williams. Damn, didn't make it easy for us. All right. Who is giving up? I don't, I, I'm not hell bent on anyone, to be yeah, honest with you. Yeah, I could be okay with Williams. I think Williams and Gallup yeah. were the same type of output. What, what, what you got to hope? What do you got to hope? Go ahead. Sorry. I bad. mean, I'm looking at Mike Williams. He had an up year his second season. He had a down year last year, if you compare the two. Problem with Williams is he does get injured, right? Michael Gallup, yeah. I don't think, has any concerns with injury. Yeah. I, I don't know how I feel about Mike Williams. He has all the potential in the world. He definitely has the best QB potential going forward. All right. We're going, we're going Michael Gallup, I think. I think that's yeah. where we ended up. All yeah. right, Michael Gallup. There we go. Rosh, that's got to be, obviously, we have to take some assumptions into play, right? So we're going to assume that Dak Prescott is going to come back. He's going to be the quarterback that he was. And if so, I think, you know, I think he's going to have that good year. So that's, and if not, then we are screwed. But I think he got screwed with the earlier pick before that anyways. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, that could happen. Uh, it was Ronald Jones that was the screw up The here, Washington guys. football team, the third defense taken. Yes, sir. All right. And with that, Right after our pick of Michael Gallup, 
Michael Pittman goes, then Mike Williams goes. It's a line of Michaels here. Um, Singletary, then the Ravens defense. Just a reminder that there's only four bench spots for this quote-unquote league, just for the sake of time. Um, and then T, uh, no, sorry, Tyler Higby goes. The Rams defense, the Washington football defense. Let's go. Uh, Mooney starts off the 11th, the 11th round. Curtis Samuels, the Bucks defense. Hines, Browns defense, Steelers defense. Baker Mayfield goes in the 11th round. And then we are back with the 11th, uh, the eighth pick in the 11th round. Do we just go defense here, secure that position? I want to say I want to go with the Bills, but I will let you guys I would not me. mind the 49ers defense, especially with Nick Bosa coming back. Mm-hmm. They're going to get a lot of sacks. I was going to – my argument against you, and I'm not going to say no to the 49ers, the Bills play in a much easier de- um, division. The Jets are going to suck. The Patriots are going to suck. And I'm starting to think Miami's going to suck. And it's you play them two times each. I'd be worried about playing the Rams. I'd be worried about playing – this um, Seahawks, I'd be worried about playing the Cardinals every uh, two times. Do you, do you remember the 49ers defense when Nick Bosa was in there? Yeah, I do. Fred but Warner's I, also one of the top middle linebackers in the league. Sure, sure, sure. But they still, you're telling me that they're going to, you, you're telling me that all the teams in their division are easier than the Jets and the Patriots right now? The well, Jets are going to be one. The, I don't consider the Patriots a shitty team. But are they better than every other team in that division would be my argument. Dude, anything can happen. Fair. Let's say I, Russell Wilson gets injured first play. You can't use injury as everything. Okay. Well, no, but I'm just saying in general. Okay. Like, you can't tell me that. Okay. What, wait, wait, okay. what happens? No, what no, no, happens? No. If this argument's garbage because even if Zach, Zach Wilson is going to be like the next. But what if he gets hurt in the first play? Yeah, but and that's what, what I'm saying. You don't know play? what's going to happen. You can't tell me that we don't okay. okay, just because the Patriots had one down season, they're uh, they're a terrible okay, team fine. now. But we know the Jets are gonna be bad. We I, uh, I want you to tell me the Jets are gonna be good this year. So exactly for the reason that you both are arguing is why I don't care for defense this late in. I just play a rotation of defenses. If I'm not getting one of the top ones at this point, I don't care. I'd rather just keep filling my bench or filling other spots. Um, That's what I'm saying. I think the 49ers are still a top defense with Nick Bosa because they will be getting sacked. The whole reason why a Washington football team's on there is just because they got two elite defensive ends. And they they play in the worst division in football. That helps. That absolutely helps. That's why we were good last year. That's what I don't – I don't want us to forget that part. We played a lot of backups last year. That's my, That's just how I feel about it. But, no, I'm fine. You want to go 49 We go 49 No, no, I mean, don't – what's the rush looking at? I mean, Pete doesn't even want to go defense yet. So. Yeah, okay. Rosh, you're the tiebreaker once again. Which wide receiver I, do you want? <laughs> I think I'm – it sucks, right? Because since we last picked Michael Gallup, um, we've seen, geez, six defenses get taken off the board. So one that sucks. Two, um, because of how indecisive we are, right? With what defense to possibly pick, I think that just means don't pick one. Um, I think we just grab someone else. Now the scary thing is, I think the next four teams that pick after us and then that will pick again before we're up again have don't have any defense, right? Yep. So you have eight opportunities for more defenses to fly off the board. Um, I would have cited to not go defense, but knowing that. The next four teams could pick a defense. I would go defense. I'm either leaning 49ers or Bills. Um, <laughs> That's our argument. You well, no, 
Let me finish it. Okay. The trick is a good offense makes a defense better, right? When you have a struggling offense, your defense gets their back against the wall. The team that picked Washington, on paper, they have a great defense. But if their offense struggles, their defense will play more downs and they'll get tired and they'll let plays up. Um, because of that, I'm going Bills because they have the better offense compared to the 49ers. So the Bills defense may play better because their offense is a better offense. Pete, what were you going to say? I was going to say my other part about not picking up a defense this late is throughout the year, and I mean, obviously it's gambling a little bit, but throughout the year, defenses get dropped all the time, picked up depending on matches. And if you're, if you're smart enough and you look up a matchup a week or two in advance, you can target the team that you typically want and get them later on throughout the season too. So that's why I typically don't pick up a defense unless it's one of the top tier defenses in the right position or – I'll just play that rotation game. And when I see a defense that I know I'm going to want for the second half of the year and they get dropped, I'll pick them up, hold them, and then I'll have what I need. It's not a bad strategy, but Bill's got the most votes, so second. The last three like, seasons, if it's not the top one, it works out fine. I, I do that with quarterback. That's how I feel about quarterback. <laughs> Why we took a quarterback in non-double digits is what I, I don't do. But, hey, this is how everyone plays their own way, right? So. Here we go. And then the 49ers went right after us. And then Hunter Henry, Henry Ruggs, Elijah Moore, the Colts defense, Patriots defense, Broncos defense, Evan Ingram. We have the last pick here. What are we doing? What do you, who is the, who's the moonshot pick when we end this draft right now? Anybody have like someone that they, they think is going to blow up that we can just take and it doesn't matter. Usually it'd be a kicker, but no one cares about kickers. There's nothing to talk about there. Could we pick defense, though? Because as soon as we picked, four defenses flew off the board. Um, yeah, at, the, at this point in time, you're just looking for, you know, a gem, not someone who's going to be an obvious contributor weeks one through four, one through five, but hopefully someone who could blow up. Um, yep. Rookies are a great option to consider in these last rounds. Um, people who are proven, but like down on the depth chart, also other good options that I normally consider in the very last round. It just depends on, you know, your preference, your knowledge on who's available. Um, yeah, I, I'm just throwing this out. Um, uh, what's up? Ramondre Stevenson got picked up late in the, I think like the fifth or sixth round by new England. He was Oklahoma's running back. He, he could be, I think he could end up being Eddie Lacy where he has one good season and then gets really fat and doesn't play in the league again because he has an eating problem as well. But, you know, you know, Patriots, you never know who's going to be the guy. I'll, I'll pass on that guy. You will pass? Okay. Who do you have? I would take whatever rookie wide receiver or running back is available that is not supposed to be the next Eddie Lacy. And Eddie Lacy's first season was great. He won me a league. His first season was also a second-round pick, not a fifth-round running back. Yeah, we devalue running backs now. But, okay, then give me, give me somebody then. You want Marvin Jones here? You like to running backs real quick? I was just here to see what was all left there. Interesting. I mean. I used to like Philip Lindsay, and then he just was hurt all the time. Yeah, he's, he sucks. He sucks, too. Someone got to give me somebody. Otherwise, I'm picking uh, Ramondre Stevenson. <laughs> Uh, Samaj P. Ryan. Oh, God. 
I'm definitely going Rashad Bateman, right? I spoke about him earlier. Yeah, I, I, I will go Rashad Bateman as well. I All understand right. the concerns um, with the quarterback situation there, but I'm, I'm going with him and taking a flyer. Rashad Bateman is going to be the next Anquan Bolden. He just seems like a guy that's going to work. They're like so different in sizes. Um, I know, I'm just joking. But okay, just to throw this out there, the Dolphins went next. And I also have no problem with Bateman at this point. It was earlier when we were trying to make him a starter. Um, then the Dolphins went. Deshaun Watson went in the 12th Actually, round. That would be not a bad pickup. If you can get Deshaun Watson yeah. in the last few rounds, or like last round, essentially, if he's there and available, I would take a fire on him. You don't know if he's going to play or not. And if exactly. he does, you get a top quarterback, period. Yep. And if he gets suspended, you just cut him. It doesn't even matter at that point. Um, and then, yeah, then we had Mar- Hardman go, Justin Fields. That's, like, that's a good gamble, too. You don't think Andy Dalton's going to play the whole year? Has that rookie year? Matt Ryan, Gus Edwards. And what might have screwed us is Tony Pollard going if Zeke goes down. But who knows? We won't know until later. But we're going to put this. Yeah. We're going to put this on IG. So I wanted to hear your thoughts. So go look at this on Instagram because we're back on Instagram, guys. I, I hacked my own account and I figured out the password and everything. And we did it, man. We're back. We're back. Um, but so make sure you follow us on Instagram because I'm going to start using it again. And make sure you follow us everywhere that the podcast is going. Awesome. Yes. One touch. Happy birthday to the late, great Kobe Bryant. I thought you were going to say me. Damn. I thought you were going to say me. I was calm. Sad. All right. Today's not your day. (laughs) Ain't nobody said it on air for me. I'm so sad. All right. Well, have a good day, everybody. Thanks for listening. This is I Call Next. Make sure you subscribe everywhere. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. I don't know. We'll probably make a TikTok. All right. Peace, y'all. Bye.